Hello and welcome to the Rare Disease Cell and Gene Therapy Weekly Roundup. I'm your host, Aparna Krishnan. Every week, we at Partners for Access discuss the major news developments impacting the rare disease and cell and gene therapy industry and what they mean for you. This week, P4A's managing partner, Sophie Schmitz, and analyst, Kieran Cassidy, discuss the emergence of buyers clubs for cystic fibrosis drug, or CAMPI, in the UK. I am sat here with Kieran Cassidy, the global analyst here in the London office at Partners for Access, and to get his thoughts and insights on the latest situation with Orcambi in England. Now, for those of you who might be familiar with the background to Orcambi, which is a cystic fibrosis drug, it was approved by the European Medicines Agency back at the end of 2015 widely reimbursed throughout Europe but still we are waiting for approval in England and there's been a lot of discussion with the manufacturer, lot of discussion with the with the Ministry of Health but still now 40 months later, three and a half years later, um, the, the, the patients are still waiting for the drug and everybody is in somewhat of a deadlock. Now in a situation like this, it's very interesting to see what kind of other solutions come up. And Kieran is going to be speaking with us, or we're going to be finding out some more information about a buyer's club, a cystic fibrosis buyer's club, that's recently sprung up in England. Kieran, tell us a bit about the background. What is a buyer's club? So a buyer's club, which is was recently popularised on the hit film Dallas Buyer's Club, is where a group of patients and carers for the patients. They're grouped together and then they use their collective bargaining power to import medicines which aren't actually approved in the country that they reside in. Okay, so how how then does that relate to Orcambi? What's happening there? So for Orcambi, what's happening there is the Bias Club is actually importing a generic version of Orcambi from Argentina. And the reason they're importing it from Argentina is because Vertex doesn't have a strong intellectual property protection on or can be there. So a generic manufacturer, Gador, is able to produce or can be at a much lower cost. Mm. Or can be is still under um, patent protection. It sounds rather illegal, isn't it? Well, actually, no, this isn't illegal. Under Article 60 of the World Trade Organization's TRIPS agreement, you're allowed to import a small amount of medicine for personal use, which is exactly what these buyers clubs are doing. Mm-hmm. So... I'm assuming that we're talking about a product here which is at a much lower price. Yeah, so currently Godot sells a year's supply of Orcambi in Argentina for £23,000. Gosh, so remind me, what's the price of that in England? The list price is much higher than that, isn't it? Yeah, so the list price is £104,000 in England and Godot's gone ahead and agreed with the Buyers Club that if they can get 500 participants they'd drop their own price down to about £18,000 per patient per year. Wow. So we're talking about one-fifth of the price, the list price of, of Orcambi. Are the English authorities willing to pay for that then? So currently this is being funded privately by the Buyers Club and the English authorities have not gone ahead and funded it. There, However, Junior Health Minister Seema Kennedy has actually publicly said she's going to be go ahead and look into the options for the NHS to fund uh, the importation of this drug. Okay, I, I'm not a patent lawyer by any regard. So help me understand a little bit more about that. What are the options then? So the first option they've got is a compulsory license, 
where they can actually go ahead and publicly fund the importation from Argentina and just undermine Vertex's patent completely. The second option would be to stage a clinical trial because under grounds of research they could then go around the patent and import vast quantities of the generic form of Orcambe and supply it to patients. So I can imagine based on this Vertex the manufacturer are uh, more than slightly fearful of what, what the potential outcome could be. Do you know what's, um, what's happening within Vertex? Well, we know that Vertex has told investors that they believe that the UK will not go ahead and do some form of compulsory licensing because it would undermine the UK's position uh, in their life science strategy as an innovation hub. So how, how then could it potentially impact or, or make a precedent for other innovative therapies then in, in the UK? Well, I think there's a lot of truth in what Vertex have said and that the UK wouldn't want, certainly wouldn't want to make a precedent for it where they would be known to undermine intellectual property if they judged it to be unfair. However, I think from a manufacturer's perspective, the precedent that's going to come about from this happening in the UK is going to be to be a lot more careful about your intellectual property rights in other countries outside of the UK. What um, what kind of precedent do you think that it could set um, this kind of buyers club outside of the UK? Well, it could set a precedent in other com- countries actually having buyers clubs start up in countries where there's a high cystic fibrosis patient population and or can be isn't approved to treat those patients. This is definitely one to watch and, and, and something that I think is really a balance of innovation versus revenue generation and you know that that willingness to pay for innovation certainly something that i'm sure vertex are are thinking about and um, i'm sure many other manufacturers as well kieran cassidy thank you very much thank you and that's it for this week for more news and analysis do visit our website www.partnersforaccess.com subscribe to our podcast on itunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts and don't forget to leave a review We welcome your feedback. Thanks for listening. See you next week.